I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Today's episode titled, Which of Your Financials Will Potential Buyers Want to See When Selling Some or All of Your Physical Therapy Practice? This is Dave Kittle on The Dave Kittle Show, and I'm the owner of Concierge Pain Relief, Home Physical Therapy in New York City, and the CEO of the Fieldmaker Group. We're currently acquiring practices in the New York and New Jersey area. And today we're talking about which of your financial documents will prospective buyers ask for or want to see. And at this point, you would have either had a broker or advisor or an intermediary in your corner to help procure and put together these documents, or you'll do it yourself and or with the help of your accountant or bookkeeper. So there's that. Then at some point, if you're speaking with one or more potential buyers, you will have executed and signed a mutual and non-disclosure agreement with that potential buyer, whether it's us or some other buyer. And then we will ask for the last three years of your tax returns. That's pretty standard. Now, because of COVID, you might want to send the last four years or the last five years, the most previous three, four or five years of your tax returns to kind of show a trend and to show a little bit more of a view of the stability and the trajectory of your practice, that's fine. But most potential buyers are going to look at the last three years of tax returns, as well as the last three years of your profit and loss statement, your income statement, and your balance sheet. Now, those can come from your accountant. The accountant can send them right to the potential buyer. Again, you can also send those right to the potential buyers via email, or there maybe you'll have some data room at that point, depends on the buyer. But regardless, those are the standard documents. Now, buyers like us and other buyers, we're going to look at the most recent 12 months, the trailing 12 months, the most recent 12 months, not on a calendar basis, but the most recent 12 months up to and including either today or last month, but the the most recent 12 months. So Those are the financial documents. And the reason why I'm making this episode about which of these financial documents you need to have ready and which of the documents, your financials that potential buyers are going to want to look at and and, and evaluate in the very beginning, after you sign the non-disclosure agreement to keep everything private and confidential, these are the standard documents. The reason why I'm making this episode is because some potential practice owner, some sellers, some potential sellers and practice owners from across the country, but especially in the New York and New Jersey area that we've spoken to, once in a while, they will say something like they want to see a proof of funds for some dollar amount. We've had some owners say that they want to see a proof of funds for $1.5 million or $2 million or whatever the dollar amount is without us even seeing their financials. So it's like, it's just not in the course of how this whole process goes. We just respectfully say that over a phone call or an email, like, you know, hey, obviously this is not going to, first of all, this is not going to happen. It doesn't happen that way if a broker or advisor or intermediary is involved. The owners that are winging it and just going off the cuff and asking for a proof of funds, it's happened at least two or three times, obviously not mentioning any names, but the practice owners that say that, 
first of all, they they do not know the process and they are also trying to not look vulnerable. They want to like and they want to try to qualify potential buyers. They want to make sure that we're serious or some other buyer out there is serious. But making this episode because we want to convey that that is not the standard process. Buyers are not going to show a proof of funds. Now, there are some brokers out there, maybe less on the advisor intermediary side, but there are certain brokers or broker websites where they make you submit something for proof of funds. And I get that too, because it's trying to filter in and filter out like who's a serious buyer, who actually would have the capital or the the funds to acquire such a practice or partner with this type of practice. So I get it. We all get it. But we're not buyers. We are not going to show you, the practice owner, we're not going to show you a proof of funds, a bank account with a dollar amount in it and the bank account number or some letterhead from a local or regional bank. We're not going to send a proof of funds, especially for the smaller deals that are around a million or two in that range. But it's just not standard or customary. It's just not part of the process. So this episode, how to prepare your financials, which financial documents are potential buyers looking for. Those are the big initial components. Then after that, it's like, okay, they want to know the rent agreement, like the lease agreement, look inside your medical record, look at the billing, understand like therapist productivity, therapist compensation, you know, payroll, all those types of things. But initially, these are the upfront documents, the last three years of tax returns and the last three years of PL income statement and balance sheet. From that, a potential buyer can certainly submit a non-binding letter of intent, a non-binding offer or a term sheet, basically all the same thing, non-binding offer on your practice. Then we'll go into due diligence, we'll, you know, we'll legal due diligence and different components of, of due diligence and looking behind the scenes, looking in the medical record, looking at accounts receivable, looking at all those types of things, asking a bunch of questions, but we can't submit an offer until we have those financials. And as several practice owners have said to us in the past six to 12 months, once in a while, they'll say, you know, hey, send me proof of funds for this dollar amount. And it's like, so you're valuing your practice at this dollar amount, I'm assuming. And you want us to show you a proof of funds for this dollar amount before we even see the financials, before we can even assess it, before we can even evaluate it, before we can even put an offer on it. Because you're looking for a proof of funds for a million dollars. What if your practice is worth more than that? What if it's worth less than that? Like, why, why are we talking about proof of funds here when we have no idea what the value of the practice is? We need to see the financials to understand the value of the practice. Then we can make a serious, fair, competitive offer on the practice. So that's it for now. Subscribe if you find this valuable and helpful. Send this to one colleague, one practice owner, one clinic director. I would love for you to just copy the link of this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, send this link over a text message or email to one person that's like you, that's business-minded, that's serious, that's focused around helping the community, helping patients, but then is also entrepreneurial and is business-focused and they want to learn more about the process of selling some or all their practice. I would appreciate that. We'll catch you next time on the Dave Kittle Show. Thank you. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N 
C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com, or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.